Good morning. The Dharma talk uh, title for today is uh, Tribal, so the clannish kind of aspect of the, what consciousness does, what the ego mind does in individuals is to look for something, something that will support its particular positionality in terms of its self-centeredness. And this is a, to, to one who is a practitioner, they're actually working with the deep identity act, uh, activity of the consciousness uh, that we call, in Yogacara tradition, of course, we call the, the eight consciousnesses or the sense consciousnesses and the thinking process and that aspect of the mind which grasps at a self, which is called the seventh, then the eighth or the storehouse uh, area of the consciousness. Just a way of talking about it. If we knew how it actually was, we probably wouldn't know much more because it does not show up as relative truth. So the ego mind, the self-centered mind, the seventh consciousness is looking for support because it's already uh, weak because it is operating on belief, disbelief, and shutting down or passion, aggression, and ignorance, the three poisons. Seems to be necessary to, rather than go in and try to dismantle that with some kind of apparatus that the self-centered mind will also take credit for, this is what happens in psychology, uh, various kinds of therapies. Not all, it depends on the therapist. So what I'm endeavoring to address uh, this morning is the way in which we we look for uh, there is some kind of clannishness or some kind of tribalism that uh, strengthens our positionality. And when we have someone because of conditions, because of causes and conditions that have been going on for forever, centuries, uh, is a uh, understatement. Uh, we have people who come and go. We have uh, uh, what Mussolini. We have Napoleon. Uh, we have the Buddha. Various kinds of identities show up as uh, people, and they have uh, the the power, the causes and conditions that are, arise there with that person uh, give the illusion, even a stronger illusion of separation. So when you have someone who has all this uh, 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 conditional charisma that is not something they particularly did as a, as a, as a, a force or a push, uh, although the culture they're in, the family they're in and everything will add to that or possibly take away from that. And so when, when one has no, when I say mind training, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about deep, deep uh, training of the mind begins uh, my understanding of it, which is, of course, limited, but my understanding of it so that I can bring this up in terms of concepts to uh, uh, bring to you in terms of uh, in terms of communication, uh, in terms of um, uh, doing this together with you, not just laying some kind of trip on you that you have to believe. I say don't believe anything. Certainly don't believe what I say, but consider it. This is uh, this is uh, the way communication works. We, we listen, we, we say a few things, but then we listen, what, what is this? And then we notice the way we add on to what we hear or subtract from it or judge it or evaluate it. <clears throat> if, if there is a strong uh, process going on that is called a meditation, shikantaza, mind training, then the tendency to grasp things, take it for granted, uh, reject things, taking it for granted, we should get rid of it or shutting down, ignoring ourselves or distracting ourselves from it. Then this is a, uh, needs to be seen it needs to be seen clearly rather than we look at all that and we conclude something like well this is it's just too big of a mess i can't do anything about it i think i'll just have a drink 
or I think I'll just uh, I'll go find uh, another kind of a teacher. I had one student uh, came to me, work with me for a while, and then uh, and then they uh, decided that they they felt that their meditation was a lot better with this other uh, way of proceeding. So they they changed. And are they incorrect? Well, no. <laughs> Uh, my way of saying it that there's not ready they're not ready for this particular approach to the mind they they need more of a a way of working with a mind that is uh less threatening and more um you could say pro pragmatic more about a gradual kind of situation this isn't uh immediate nor is it gradual it's it might show up as gradual for a while then it might go into some kind of immediate perception of what's happening and then if you conclude anything about that, then, of course, it backs right up into the gradual area again because it is definitely arisen. So the clannishness, it's interesting that Trungpa Rinpoche, uh, back, in the, uh, uh, back in the day, back in the 70s, when he was uh, quite active in creating the, the Vajradhatu uh, Mandala, or community of 2,000 people, uh, he, he talked about Vajra pride, which I'm not sure if that's a traditional teaching in Tibetan Buddhism or not. But, but uh, he kind of emphasized aspects of the three poisons that um, I never did understand. It was not able to talk to him about it. I think it was explained in different places. But some kind of a some kind of a uh, pride in this or pride, uh, uh, pride in, uh, in, a, in, in the understanding that you may have or the community that you may have something so people use that people he even uh, talked about the mukpo clan uh, mukpo is his family name and this is one of the ways in which he uh, strengthened the shambhala uh, organization uh, which has uh, been in uh, difficult straits lately because of the leaders so uh, i'm not making that right or wrong i think uh, i feel that he did the best that he could with the karma that he was dealing with the karma of of being uh, uh, trained from the time he was very young uh, and also uh, having a, probably a lot of natural insight into the nature of uh, this world and what's happening and how to train minds. So <clears throat> as Sangha, we have kind of a clannishness that is happening or getting, uh, getting together as a community. So what happens is uh, the uh, I often uh, talk to people, uh, those that are, listen to me for a while, we'll hear me talk about the three C's of uh, communication, cooperation, collaboration. Without the first one, the other two, um, probably destructive, or at least uh, add to the confusion and may uh, leave people out in terms of fundamentally helping them or leave ideas or considerations and um, aspects of any given uh, situation uh, by um, concluding too quickly or, or uh, uh, assuming that your uh, the collaboration uh, has to be some kind of a following, you have to do what I say. That's do what the leader says, and this is something that has has been done in uh, Tibetan tradition, where there's a strong the leadership part is very strong, and uh, and you have to do as the guru says, more or less. And I don't think that's a, a particularly appropriate in our time and society. That being said. You should always give that whoever is the teacher the consideration the benefit of the doubt as much as you can because it's very easy to take what's happening with the teaching person and convert that into ideas about that teaching situation i just heard about something like that this morning that someone uh, 
uh, another uh, student of mine let me know that a student that I was kind of concerned about what was happening with that person, um, they heard from that student that they think that I'm mad at them. <laughs> so uh, I would say that that pretty much has to do with, uh, I have plenty of students that I could be mad at because they've been bad. <laughs> of course not. I mean, it's, it's, <clears throat> I say I try to go uh, respect people's karma. Some people need to go different directions that to me may look may look like mm, that's interesting. They're doing that. But as far as being right and wrong, right or wrong, I don't even uh, jump to those conclusions with myself because I have plenty of material here. If I want to go to right and wrong, uh, I've been around a while and I've been in lots of uh, karmic situations with my, in my own life that are very, very difficult and areas where I was not doing such a good job at uh, um, giving others, putting others before me, let's say it that way. So I'm not particularly against a sangha or community or getting together or joining a club or a political party or anything, uh, whatever that organization may be with their particular goals to do this or this or this. But uh, as much as you can in that situation, make that first one, the communication part, which needs to be about 90% receiving, uh, receive what's happening without particularly covering up what you, what you have received by concluding. Um, it doesn't work too good in a tribe uh, in, in what's conventionally thought of as a tribe. A community is a softer word. And it's, uh, of course, that's where the word commune comes from, which is uh, about, you know, considering other people's welfare, if not as least as much as your own, if not um, in some cases, maybe more than your own, because you're already taking care of yourself. It kind of goes without saying you're going to watch out for so-called number one. But, you know, all, all the other uh, beings and people that's so easy to just uh, project something onto them so that you don't have to really consider their their what plight or their their difficulties or their struggles, including the people who are doing no mind training at all, uh, sometimes called parents. <clears throat> Not always, but sometimes. And the, the idea there is to respect the situation they're in. They don't have the, the benefit that you may have where you're beginning to get some insight into the nature of this lifetime for you. Uh, and you're also noticing that the, the way the Sangha works, as has been said before, uh, the people that are your, within the Sangha are uh, not only the, is the teacher, Kalyanamitra, or the spiritual friend, or the companion in the virtue, as is traditionally said, but also all of your Dharma brothers and sisters are there also. And um, some are going to function in uh, more ragtag fashion where they're not really clear about what they're doing. And others are going to be have a, more clarity about what it means to have a, a spiritual community where we're fundamentally supporting others. Not just, I mean, everybody has difficulties, but it's so easy just to blame people. I'm sure you've noticed. And uh, sometimes that blaming isn't just about you doing something. It's something that arises in the mind that seems like the truth. It just, I'm not blaming anybody. They actually are that way. They actually did that. They actually are uh, an ass. Or they actually are uh, acting this way or that way. Be very careful about that, especially if it is one of your uh, companions in the virtue. <clears throat> Uh, the vast difference <laughs> between someone who's endeavoring to train their mind and, uh, and someone who has, has, doesn't even understand what that is. And probably because of their karmic 
causes and conditions that show that they, they, they won't even consider that their, 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 their curiosity, the curiosity area of their intelligence is much, is much overlaid by, uh, uh, spending a lot of time in the other realms, not the human realm. And it doesn't mean they're not human. It just means that their their mental state is more like a grasping, 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 uh, or climbing, climbing, more like the jealous God of trying to get somewhere. I got to get somewhere. I got to get ahead. I got to get better. I go, it's all about uh, rewards and avoiding punishment. <clears throat> and I'm not against diplomas. I'm not against um, graduate degrees or credentials. But the way in which they are sometimes used tends to cover things up. Uh, one of the things that happens if you go to someone with a degree, if it's in something like if they're a doctor, uh, you know, we tend to just give them the benefit of, benefit of the doubt, maybe more than we should. We, we just believe them. Uh, maybe we could back up a little bit. And uh, if you find that your your particular helper in that area who's a specialist could be a plumber, um, you could at least check into what they're up to rather than just turn it over to them. <clears throat> so just because it says nutritionist on their uh, certificate on their wall doesn't mean that uh, you should totally ignore what's happening in your own body. It's so very complicated. I'm not just talking about the physical thing, the physical situation, so-called physical body. That's complicated. We can't, here we have a whole incredible technology and everything. And because there's no mind training, we have all this confusion and all this uh, tribalism around medication, what should be done. And it's all about what? Control, wanting control, wanting power, wanting power over others. And uh, I'm not here to <clears throat> preach or talk about or promote any kind of political agenda. I think anyone here, I trust what you're, what you're looking at and you may vote this way, you may vote that way. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in you doing is train your mind and don't do anything unless you have to. If, if you don't have to do it, you should hold off other than voting, of course. You should vote anyway. <clears throat> it's interesting to hear, uh, maybe some of you do this, to listen to people who say they haven't decided yet. <laughs> I mean, there is no decision to be made here. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, uh, I'd be happy to address questions in, in any of those areas. Uh, I'm not saying that you might not feel like you've not decided, but the decisions, uh, a decision is not exactly what it looks like. A decision empowers the self-centeredness to feel like somebody who's doing something <clears throat> based on what they see over here, see over there, coming to conclusions about things. Yeah, so tribalism. Um, the last thing I'd say about that before I can open up to questions <clears throat> is, again, pardon for this the clearing, throat clearing. <clears throat> what happens if you're if there's no mind training, then you, you're then then the mind tends to look for the ego mind, the self-centered mind, uh, could be very uh, very soft, and to be around a particular person may seem. Uh, quite good. You can discuss anything with them unless it's religion or unless it's a politics or unless it's some other area where there's a there's a big uh, uh, difference in concepts and ideas and so on. And then you can run into situations that are kind of it's kind of amazing that someone can take the positions they take uh, and still uh, 
and still be so reasonable and so so seems so intelligent in other areas. Resonance. It's resonance. The ego mind resonates. Uh, that area of the mind, I'll say it as simply as I can, which probably would be confusing, but that area of the consciousness, the seventh consciousness, that is not observed, but is on, is on automatic because it's protecting a an apparent self. That part right there is unseen, and it's fine unless there's a threat. And sometimes that there is no threat, uh, and fundamentally there is no threat. Because, but there's a threat because the illusion that there's that something needs protecting <clears throat> someone or some individual or some organization in another area uh, will be on that same frequency for for who knows why. There's no simple answer to that. And then when that happens, then this area that is more visible starts to uh, turn up uh, to uh, uh, 360 uh, cycles per second. And then the relationship there is it wakes that up. And then that person that would not have gone that direction without that resonance. And this is a, this is a tribal aspect of ego. And it will look for, as I say over and over again, consciousness always finds its own form. And if that part of that consciousness has not been seen in you through awareness practice, then you'll, then you'll start rumbling over that way. The same thing with that happens in a, uh, in a relationship, in your your marriage, uh, in your uh, working situation at work, if you if you if you're not clear on who you are, in other words, be be responsible for those feelings and emotions. Don't try to get rid of anything. That's ridiculous. When I say it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. But it may not seem that way. It may just seem like it makes sense to be mad about this or upset about that or agree with this or disagree with that. But it's conditional. It is, it is an absolute perfect snapshot in your own seventh consciousness, in your own mind frame, if you're willing to train your mind to actually see over time the way in which you can completely, continually disturb your Buddha nature. You're, you're completely, uh, totally sane, totally awake quality of your, of your mind, of your Buddha nature, of your spirit, of your deep layers of consciousness the deepest layer of consciousness, the layer that is past the layers. There's no more layers. Uh, that area is covered up by conclusions, objections, hopes, fears, and everything. It just goes on and on. Investigate. Find out who you are. Don't take my word for anything. Don't take anyone's word for anything. Again, um, as soon as we start believing that something is right, we'll, we'll start joining into things where there's a resonance there regardless of the veracity of that particular situation, uh, ultimately or relatively. So, so Tarpa, I'll leave you with that Tibetan phrase. I'll take some questions if you have them. Real easy ones are good, but hard ones are uh, welcome too. Good. Um, what's the difference between collaboration and cooperation? <clears throat> well, collaboration, uh, I don't know what the dictionary says, but collaboration is we, we've already decided somehow through looking at it, just uh, maybe it's just uh, uh, obvious that we should, we should get together and, you know, I'll bring the hammer, you bring the saw, we're collaborating. Uh, but the, the cooperation might be more, more, uh, more filled up with uh, uh, initial communication, like what kind of saw do we need? Do we even need a saw? What the hell are we building anyway? What is it we're building? Why are we building that? Or 
yeah, all those kind of more more investigation going on in the in the cooperation. Whereas the collaboration, you've already what concluded things. Not that it's incorrect. Uh, there may be need to be some collaborations once some things have come together and there's no space there anymore for any kind of investigation to happen spontaneously or in a, an appointed way even. Go ahead, please. Excuse me, I guess I'm wondering with the three C's, is there a um, progression to those three? Yes, there, there, there is. And, uh, and I would say just stay in the first one until uh, it just it just go it just spontaneously moves into the next. So, and you've heard, you've heard me say many times about communication, especially if there's difficulty, is listen ninety uh, percent of the time, and uh, and then talk or express yourself ten uh, percent. Chi Show, go ahead. started talking about causes and conditions and could you explain when it comes to tribal ego the difference between causes and conditions that creates a tribal ego so i can say a few words about it i can say a few words about it i would say that there's a there is a, the tribal ego allows us to not be responsible individually so we just we just cave into the tribe and then we get our fulfillment feeling our accomplishment feeling from what either the leader or the leaders or the 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 particular propaganda or or the manifesto that is arising at in that uh, community or that situation <clears throat> so then we reinforce then our our, our self-centered mind will get nurtured by that feeling of belonging it uh, the the strongest dose of it i ever had was when i was in the marine corps i mean it is intense and that's because they need to control a lot of, uh, you know, wild teenagers and get them to kill people. And so they give them uniforms, they give them medals and they, they you know, and they, and first uh, they even tell you in the Marine Corps, we're going to, we're going to beat you down until you're lower than whale shit in the bottom of the ocean. And then when we, when we turn around and, and then trim, we'll rise you up as a Marine. And then they have what is called esprit de corps which is stolen from the French. Uh, and I'm probably not even saying it right. How would you say that, Mayun? Mayun, we say esprit de corps, which is very close. Yeah, esprit de corps. <coughs> so anyway, which is the spirit of a unit. Uh, and so corps, of course, is a, a, a corps is body uh, and spirit, the spirit of a, of a unit or a body. So it's a misuse of the whole thing, really, to uh, with uh, to get people to what be to be collaborate before there's much communication, and to uh, collaborate before there's uh, any cooperation. It's just you just have to do it. It's, it's some C beyond beyond that, probably uh, something like uh, uh, <laughs> control. How's that? Somebody wants to control something else. And of course, the, the propaganda behind that is, well, we have to do that. We have to protect our country. This is where the whole idea of nationalism comes from. And you could say, I could say, we could say, we could all say we, we don't need nationalism. Or yes, we need that because we're threatened by other people who are out to uh, uh, control us and so on. Just the nature of uh, human beings is to uh, want to control themselves, want to control others. 
has been going on forever. It's not just this last few months or a few years been going. There have been the slaves, slave trade started. Uh, people have been controlling other people, making them slaves or else controlling them with thought patterns or whatever for so very, very uh, long. And so um, the thing about the spiritual path, if it's a true spiritual path, which is about liberation, fundamental liberation of the, 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 the confines of, of uh, passion, aggression, ignorance, uh, it's, it's going to take some work. And it's going to, it seems that the, the, the model of that for us is, uh, uh, is uh, the awakened person or the person who uh, seems to know more, a little more than you do about it, uh, the teacher and the teaching, what is, what is being taught, and uh, the community that gets together and uh, creates a kind of a microcosm. And it's another kind of, uh, uh, it could be a kind of tribalism or a kind of, uh, of a clannishness. I think the word community works a little bit better since it's uh, some kind of a communal communication, uh, cooperation, collaboration. So we look at everyone's. This is why we don't, uh, in our situation, nobody votes. Also, I don't run things. But if, it, if there needs to be some kind of a, a, somebody needs to say what this is, then I'll do that. And I, I'll do it without hesitation. I don't hesitate. Uh, that being said, I also don't particularly want to set myself up as a, the person who knows which way the, like a captain, a captain of a ship, so to speak. It's just, it's not exactly a ship. It's more like a, a raft and rafts don't have a point on them. <clears throat> At least the ones I built. So more about that, uh, Chisho. Uh, Chisho, yeah, I was just trying to probably nuance the separation or difference between causes the causes which are the, you know, and whereas some conditions seem to exist to create a fruit out of those causes. Uh, so I was just wondering about that conditions, uh, where are they? I mean, meaning uh, who creates those conditions? No, who? How are the conditions created for cause to become a effect? Yeah, they're just, they're dependently arisen. And then we, because we want to control, we want the territory, and we believe there's somebody who wants something else because of our identity with the body-mind situation is so intense, even though the bodies come and go, and who we are doesn't go anywhere, except we suddenly or gradually uh, see that we're, we're in, then we're embodied, and then we're disembodied, and then we're embodied, and then we're disembodied, coming and going, coming and going. It's like a 60-cycle uh, uh, incandescent light bulb. It uh, turns off and on. Uh, over and over again, but it it doesn't look like it's doing anything. So it, it's just about you can't. Those are untraceable. Those are because they are described relatively, and we're using language which is extremely relative. It looks like we can figure that out. This is what uh, C.G. Young and Alfred Adler and Sigmund Freud and and all the psychologists that have come along since then that are extremely erudite and and uh, to use the Fancy word, uh, fancy pants. <clears throat> because they were, you could say, blessed or cursed with a really powerful intellect. When they go to school, they find out that everybody, that uh, they seem to shine beyond everybody else because they're so incredibly smart. 
and they can just manipulate concepts. So <clears throat> why would they invest? Why would they look at their mind? All they have to do is outsmart everybody because they're smart. Not wrong. It's just a relative excursion into uh, the mundane path, which can be extremely successful as far as control, extremely successful as far as uh, uh, making money, extremely successful as far as uh, pushing away the the, the three uh, marks of existence, which are, of course, uh, impermanence, um, uh, suffering, and uh, no self, no no solid being that is going to of the success of that particular kind of path. It, it, it ends in death. It's impermanent, which is not, which is something that is blocked out while we're on that path of getting certificates and controlling and being a, um, an engineer at Microsoft. <clears throat> not wrong. It's just that you could also train your mind when you're doing that. So what you're asking about, Chisho, is are, are, it's there and it's, uh, it's, those conditions are there. But as far as tracing them, it's like you might you might as well get a canoe and start uh, start paddling up the Amazon, uh, and then you know take your choice. Which tributary do you think has got the gold at the other end, or the solution, or the idea, or the fundamental cause? You can't find fundamental cause. There's no source for anything. And uh, the, the other way of saying that is everything is dependently risen. So then you could say again, well, what what things are arising to form this illusion of interdependency? And then I would say. Uh, they're all the same and they're all different. The equality of sameness and different. That's why it's so difficult to do that because the, the actual, and I'll say this a little bit uh, differently than maybe you understand, the actual tributary uh, turns into the banks that hold the tributary. The actual banks that hold the tributary uh, turn into the air around the banks that provide a space for the banks to occur. So where do you want to start investigating at? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's just, it looks like uh, the illusion I sometimes use, uh, it looks like uh, anytime you start to study something, uh, and it, it always looks like there's a conclusion. It looks like the the um, the railroad tracks come together, uh, but you know they never do. And if you walk down the railroad tracks, it just you just see that way down there, it looks like they come together. But of course they don't. There are no conclusions. There's just this, which is has the appearance of being separate, and yet is not. Go ahead, Teresa. Teresa Bowen, thank you. Um, what are um, <clears throat> beneficial ways for a person to that has been in a situation of um, being, you know, unjustly, you know, oppressive situations? What are beneficial ways for them to work with the stuckness of bitterness and resentment? Yeah, um, just just include them. Don't don't try to get away from them. Use those. I'll say it. Uh, I'll say it in a more. Uh, I'll elaborate on that more. If you're if you're studying this path, then use those to help others, because you know about you know what it's like to deal with that. Then you can extend that to others. That mean, doesn't mean you ever have to tell anyone about your autobiography. You never have to say uh, I've done that too or I've had that happen too. Uh, because if we did that, I'd be anytime anybody came to me with an issue, I'd say, well, I, well, let me tell you about my how I how my mother treated me or how my, my dad treated me. Just stop, stop uh, uh, giving up, uh, giving out autobiography uh, and start with stop talking to yourself about it. So when I say that, that might be a little bit difficult to do uh, just to stop, but you might watch how much you keep talking to yourself about that because of the emotion or the feeling of the grasping or the, 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 the uh, tension 
may still be arising, maybe still still be triggered because it has not been seen thoroughly. It's been uh, either it's either been pushed down by ignoring ignoring it, or it's been uh, um, um, ignored through uh, grasping at it or explaining it or running around in circles about how it shouldn't happen. Why did this happen to me? Uh, and using using that to uh, going around or just feeling out and out angry about it and just pissed off and, and just decided to just hell with it. I'll just, you know, I'll go meditate for a while. And then noticing that meditation is not getting rid of that. There's nothing to get rid of. The, the very things that happen to you are not personal. Their causes and it's not personal, but the feeling of a personality is very, very intensely feels like there is someone, and that and that personality, the ego, since it wants to survive, will continue to, to, to refer to how how shitty, what a shitty deal it got. Kind of a self pity kind of thing that I talked about a few days ago, and I would say, don't use. I mean, use that, use that, be that, be the very thing you're trying to get rid of, so that you can begin to see that it is unreal. And what happens is before that disappears, before it disappear, disappears in its own reality, which it may not go anywhere. It may stay there for forever, so to speak. But what is seeing the, 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 the part of that, that's the, that's the, 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 the actual culprit there. When I say that, I'm just saying that is unreal. That is a, is a, is, is a creation of passion, aggression, ignorance to shrink into a self that needs to defend or a self that doesn't deserve that, uh, or here this comes again, this is starting to happen again. Why can't I get rid of these feelings to, uh, to try to talk yourself out of it? Like some people say, well, that happened a long time ago, just drop it. I'm not saying there aren't times when that when that approach wouldn't be fine, but when it's, it's just a biting at your butt all the time, you just can't get rid of that intense feeling of how, what a raw deal you got and how bad you were treated and how mean people were to you. So they were trying to get rid of their negative feelings by dumping that we often do that if we feel really bad we'll just blame somebody or blame anything blame something else something else something else and it's not about as i talk about it's not about stopping that it's just about just let that be what it is and then and then if you can as you as you go along eventually see if you can begin to see the identity of uh the the one uh teresa uh the one who is trying to deal with that or trying to get rid of that or the one who thinks they're experiencing that and see that that and that it and see that that one is getting some of their their uh, their ego nutrition from having a difficulty with something else 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 it's duality that needs to be addressed directly how do you do that uh watch what moves sit down hold still and watch the movement and how how jen does this or how uh, sokaran does this or or mayun does this is going to be different than the way you do this, because your particular causes and conditions, your karma is unique. And it's so unique that it actually feels like there is someone there. You have your personality, you have your history, you have your biography, your autobiography. That's totally different, but yet resonates. This is what happens with a tribal uh, kind of ego. Is we if you find somebody else that had something similar, then we, what, what's the fancy uh, C word that I never mentioned? Uh, commiserate. You know, we talk about this and this and how, oh, yeah, that happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Oh, you should have met my dad. You think your dad was bad. You know, how many times have you said something? I mean, I've said it a few hundred thousand times uh, to talk about that. So I know about it. I spent so much time talking to others about my terrible plight and how my stepdad was and so on. But it's not that it didn't happen, but they were suffering. 
the anybody that's even the most horrible person, and we can all name uh, 15 of them right now that we've ever heard of or met, they're, they're suffering. The, the reason what's behind that, the causes and conditions that are behind that is they are suffering and, and they are fearful. And the only way they can avoid that is to cover it up with whatever kind of uh, uh, karmic power they were given in this world. And some people are giving me a, a tremendous amount of kar karmic power. doesn't mean it's not about good and bad, right and wrong. That's the misunderstanding that Buddhism fundamentally addresses. Uh, it says dependently risen. The Buddha said, came right in and just knocked out uh, sacred and profane, kicked it right out of the proverbial ballpark. It's, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not that they aren't there, but find out what is true. Find out, find out relative truth. We already kind of know that, but study the relative truth, study that, study that, and eventually see the ultimate truth, which is there isn't anything else but you. And it's not a, an identity you, it's not a tribal you, it's just this. And so there, therefore, the communication, the cooperation, the collaboration just happens spontaneously. You don't even have to co communicate. You don't even have to uh, 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 cooperate. You don't have to collaborate. It just happens. You actually see that you can't help but be kind to others. You can't help but meet people where they're at. You just can't help it. Uh, and, you, and at the same time, you're still the, still the same old uh, causes and conditions uh, like Teresa that may be happening with you, the same emotions or reactions. They may still be coming in and going, but as I say over and over again, but they can't find someone to, to go on stage with it. They're kind of off stage and says, yeah, I, I've seen this part before, but you're going to have to find somebody else to act this out. I'm not doing it. And it's, but it's, I'm, I'm using a little story here to talk about it you know, so that, uh, um, so you can see that, that you, you can see that the story comes up, but you know, I say sometimes don't hook up your vocal cords and certainly don't hook up any other muscles. Just don't do anything with it. Don't ignore it. You know, just feel the intensity, feel the raw feeling of that thing that happened so many years ago and, and even the history of it. Just don't add on to it that it's true or untrue. Don't, don't, don't tell yourself it's untrue or it's unreal. No lectures. Well, there's some questions in the uh, uh, in the um, uh, chat line on. Uh, um, and Naisho from Travis has a question. Naisho, go ahead. I'll go with her first. She asks, is resonance what brings Sangha together? Yes. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, we, you, we have, if you're here and you're listening to this, we have a connection. Just another way of saying, and how that shows up, I don't know. I feel a, I feel connected with everyone. It doesn't mean that you you guys aren't special. Of course you are. <laughs> but I'm saying my connection is anybody I meet, I'm connected with. And when I say connected, I, I feel like if, if they turn to me as a Dharma teacher, which is that's why I'm still alive. If they turn to me for help, I will meet them where they're at as much as I can. And uh, so, yeah, it's a, there's a resonance. We resonate just like when... A nice show when when uh, when you and I the first time you uh, you and I met it was been a while back a year ago or whenever it was uh, I, I immediately recognized you and that's not mean doesn't mean that I, there was some kind of uh, you know rockets went off and and there was some kind of fireworks in my mind it was kind of more like yeah I know her I met her before I I, I sense your energy magical uh, feeling uh, but it's but it's very definite. It's a definite, it's like a fragrance or it's like a, it's like a quality. When you meet uh, someone totally new, the quality of their, of their presence is uh, 
extremely powerful, especially if you've just spent most of your life training your mind to see what this is. When there's less and less of this, there's more and more of that. That doesn't mean there's still a duality going. A duality doesn't have to go away. We just see that it is at the same time, it is very specific and very uh, has definite qualities. It's unreal. It's unreal. It is uh, uh, like a, a magic show, a bubble. And what's the other one that they say in the heart sutra or the diamond sutra? Flash of lightning. So, more? Nice show. Uh, yeah, thank you. Like You're welcome. Thank you. A question on YouTube from Kyle. Yes. He asks, what are some steps one could take to discover what is true? Well, I'm, I'm very biased in this area, so I, I can tell you what, what uh, I think uh, is appropriate to do. Since you asked me the question, you give me permission to tell you. I would say, find a teacher, find a teaching, find a community, and, uh, and, and don't settle. If, if there's something fishy about the whole situation, get out of there. And, and it doesn't have to be in that order. It might be uh, stumbling into a community first. Then you would look at what the teaching is, what the, the people are. And then you might see if there's some kind of a, a guide or mentor or teacher or, or guru, if, that's the, if you need that kind of intense uh, image. And uh, the true teacher, the true teacher is going to function uh, how, whatever you need, the teacher will manifest. A true teacher uh, is, uh, there's no longer an entity that needs something else. That true teacher doesn't even need students. There are many true teachers, uh, or probably true teachers more than likely, all over the world who don't, who don't show up in that way. And there are teachers on the tops of mountains uh, in, in China that have been showing up there for centuries. You brought up the word commiserate. And I was just down to see some family and it seems like their expectations for communication are different. And I'm wondering what's communication when it looks like the, the family's looking for the commiseration. Oh, commiserate. Commiserate, talk with them, see what they're doing, how are they feeling, what's going on. Uh, if they say, isn't that terrible what they, this and this and this is it. Yeah, that looks difficult. I mean, hang in there with them. You don't have to turn into a, a take a position on anything particularly, but just commiserate. But it's, it's not about getting rid of things or not doing things a certain way. It's about being aware of it. If you're really aware of that quality, then, then you're not avoiding dependent, uh, uh, dependent origination. You're not avoid. You're not avoiding it, and you're not necessarily uh, voting for it. Uh, you're just. It's kind of like being for or against uh, the waves in the ocean. You know, the ocean or the water might be quite serene, or it might be churning up because of the wind. Because you see that wind. Uh, I don't think. Is there any kind of a wave factory out in the middle of the Atlantic somewhere that makes that, or is that actual wind that does that? So you know, I'm being silly, but I'm just saying, causes and conditions are are vast and unsearchable, untraceable. You cannot find uh, the cause of a particular wave. 
you cannot find the cause there. You can see that it is caused because it's actual physically comes up and the ocean takes a particular personality or shape and then it goes down. So it's a, it's a good metaphor for the, the way the mind works. The mind, uh, as it says in the, in the Zen tradition, Mizu no Kokoro. I think I've pronounced that right. Uh, mind like water. So the mind that just, just finds its own level. I, I call that uh, uh, consciousness always finds its own form. And that form may be in the form of a demon or a demonic kind of energy, it may. Or it may be in the form of uh, um, bodhicitta, both relative and ultimate. Ultimate, it's actually the form starts to vanish because it is ultimate. You know, Kurt, that the way you're sitting there, it looks like there's horns coming out of the top of your head. And then your glasses are reflecting light. So then you look kind of like a demon or something. But I know you're not. I know you're a lovable person and I love you very much. But I just want to let you know that you kind of look like a demon. <laughs> I'm speaking to Kurt Rowe. I don't see any change of inspection on his face. Oh, there, there he, he chuckled a little bit. Good. Well, a chuckling demon is a lot better than a demon that's not very happy. So. <laughs> okay, I won't make fun of anybody else. Just Kurt. <laughs> Maria Bang. Just Maria. How do how do we deal with demons? Uh make friends with them. You know, that doesn't mean you have to do what they say. You don't have to join their their you don't have to be part of their crew or one of their homies. You could you could actually just deal with that negative energy by just relate to it. The, uh, even even the demonic energy is just looking for something else. It just has a, 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 a powerful, scary way of going about it. But everything wants to be happy, even demons. And demons are, it's just energy that has gone awry, that has been, that has taken a route. Like, for instance, uh, not everybody, not that everybody, including myself, haven't dealt with extreme negativity. We just didn't go that way. We just didn't join the negativity and start and turn into a demonic form that is just at war with everything. Some people have, but we haven't, or, it, or we wouldn't be here. So we're trying to work with what our negativity in a way that is, uh, uh, insofar as this, uh, we can, is to understand it, to, uh, as it says in Atisha's seven points of mind training, to change our attitude out of that. By How do you do that? You have to look at the attitude. You have to look at the demonic quality that might arise in your own mind. Don't fight with that. Don't do, don't, and you don't have to be particularly particularly intimidated by it because there isn't anyone that can be affected by it. Demons just want something. That's all. There's plenty of room for questions there. I'd just love to talk about demons. Teresa Bowing. Yes, Teresa. Do demonesses do demonesses know that they are demons or demonesses? They they might. Have, they might or they may not. They they may they may not be able to handle that kind of negativity. There may be a, a flow of consciousness there that is is somehow um, making them correct, making them correct, making them correct. Say, well, I've got this now. I got to do this. I have to do this. This is the correct way to do this. This person needs to uh, be under my thumb or needs to obey me. Uh, I'm actually helping them. They just don't know. I mean, it's just a a labyrinth of propaganda that could be flowing uh, in that area. But it is it is highly sophisticated confusion that is very very 
dangerous and it's, it's not dangerous ultimately, but relatively it's dangerous. Ultimately, nothing is dangerous. But in the meantime, when we're, we're when we're we've been downloaded into this human form for a certain length of time, might be a good idea to find out who you are, because you're just going to keep coming back either on this world or at another one until you until you find out what this is. So the, the identity there is uh, it may show up, do nothing with it. Less is better. But when I say less, I don't mean less uh, awareness or less observing or less receiving. Receive, receive, receive that. It, it's a, uh, that area is, uh, becomes very complicated with each, you know, with either uh, Teresa's or, or, or Maria's or uh, Sokoan or a different, different, uh, people have different ways of working with that. And some people would just call it negativity or would just, some people would actually, it works better to call it a demon or a demoness. And I would say, you, whatever you need to use. But but communicate there. That's the important thing. Communicate. You, you can talk to yourself. If you need permission, I give you permission. There isn't anyone anyway. It looks like there's a tuneness happening. Schizophrenia is a misunderstanding. Uh, when I say it's a misunderstanding, it's not a misunderstanding to see that or give that a name or be a scientist or a psychologist. Of course it is. But the way that is, the way that is addressed is what is problematic from my point of view, just an opinion of a Dharma teacher, not a, not a, a medical diagnosis. I don't give those. And when I do, I charge a bunch of money. Maria Baring, is everything which is negative, which is negativity, is of demonic qualities? Um, I, I think I just use the word demon or demonic because it's a it's a good kind of a personalized negativity, like the devil or some 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 neg some energy that goes in that direction that takes on that kind of a form. I wouldn't say not not everything. And, and nothing is always the case. Another question from Kyle. Mm -hmm. How do demons manifest in the material world? Well, they they have to do it with the 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 uh, collaboration of of other energies that resonate with that so they they can't just do it they can't just be that or they, they would you know they would get suffocated because they wouldn't get enough support but uh so that kind of demonic kind of energy uh it's it's a uh, i think that i think the uh the Sanskrit and uh, Chisho, you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I think it's called a, a Rudra. Is that, am I correct on that, Rudra? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so uh, it's a trunk worm particular called it the Rudra of ego, the the ego mind that there's the there's the, the, the Buddha nature of ego where the ego really wants to attain enlightenment and it will will work hard even though it's working, uh, it's, it's making preparations for its own funeral, it will do it anyway. Because the, the, uh, the aspiration, the bodhicitta is so powerful there. So even though a person is very narcissistic and wound up in them, their self, there's some aspect of that consciousness. And that especially starts to vibrate almost in a tribal manner when they meet the, the satguru or the true teacher or the dharma teacher or just a, just a mentor that, that seems to really understand them and seems to be able to help them. So that shows up so many different ways. But the, the, the rudra of ego is the one who 
who has it's like a it's like a hell being someone who is so incredibly narcissistic and self-centered uh, that they uh, they may uh, um, they may grow horns uh, not like Kurt those are that is a part of a building <laughs> so uh, but but you know they may they may start to manifest uh, in that so but they need to do it excuse me they need to do it with some kind of a they need some kind of a of an audience or some kind of a community or some kind of a clan or some kind of a, so that they can be supported. We, we see it in politics, of course, it's all over the place. And it's just, just, just time for that. But this is not, as you hear me say over and over again, I'm not minimizing the, the danger of, of climate change and atomic warfare and everything. Yeah. We could come to an end immediately. There's no, no doubt about it. And, and it depends on uh, uh, the, the intelligence of human beings. If we can, um, as was said a long time ago, you know, you have a, I think it was Ben Franklin, you have a republic if you can keep it. <laughs> Not easy to maintain that because there's so much intense desire to control and be ahead and win and make money and, and be superior. And, it, and when it manifests as an individual, there's a lot of resonance happening there. Uh, but be very careful. You don't turn demonic in order to uh, go against that. So dependent origination is just what it is, neither right nor wrong. So here we are. But they do it with, uh, they manifest with uh, with the support of others. They can't, you can't, they can't do that. And then when they get into the limelight, so to speak, then we're shutting out that ass, that particular little uh, um, uh, pin pinhead area of that they've been able to keep out because it's embarrassing to display that in their family because the family immediately gets irritated with them. Then, then they all of a sudden have have a major pinhead, you know, arises a gigantic pinhead the size of a basketball field. I mean, a basketball, no, football field. Sorry, wrong image. And uh, that then all the little pinheads start to feel their pinheadness and think, hmm, I think we got a winner here. Uh, let's go that direction. Uh, don't misunderstand me. I'm not mocking anybody. I'm just saying that that if you're not fundamentally concerned about the welfare of everyone and you're you're grasping at one team or one side it doesn't mean you shouldn't vote don't misunderstand what i'm saying but if you're grasping at that as right and wrong or you're making a clan out of it or a, an organization out of it then just uh uh look out because that will be used against you uh, just like it was with you know I mean, Atifa, I think, is made out to be some kind of a bad organization. It's not even an organization. Anti-fascist. So what's so bad about being against people who are fascists? Uh, it's an odd thing. It's just, it's so very confusing. But if I uh, begin to tell lie after lie after lie after lie after lie after lie, I'm not saying I won't have an audience, but it won't be you guys. But eventually that, those things, eventually there's no you've totally destroyed any kind of a communication situation. So the, the communication area has been destroyed and what is left uh, collaboration. And so then you start collaborating with, uh, you know, with uh, something at look roll. And Kurt, the only reason you show up so prominently there. And, uh, and as I said, I love you very much. I know you're not a demon. I know you're a very nice person. I love you. And so, but I'm just saying that you're in the center. You're the very central figure and, and uh, here, and I think like that, but I like this better. That looks good. 
Demons don't usually do that. <laughs> That's uh, actually a holy mudra. Yes. Unya Bowing, so Unya. you have said previously that don't believe a word I say. Uh, I do. Everything I say is a lie. So how is that different from what you just said that uh, if I lie, you won't listen to me? Well, when I say that, I'm just saying uh, everything I say is a lie. It's I'm saying that it's it's not it's not crisp. You can't say the truth. I'm pointing at uh, what I point at or I endeavor to point at is the ultimate situation. So therefore, it looks to me like I, I can't say it. Uh, you see what I go through before I give a Dharma talk. What am I going to do? I don't know what to say. What should I say? Without you guys, I, I wouldn't even do anything. So you, you need to you need to ask questions. Yeah. A follow up to that. Then. So how can we use what you're saying here? Uh, because we live in a relative world. How can we apply that to the intense? Don't polarity? don't apply. Don't apply. Don't apply anything. Listen. As I say, when people come to book studies and they run into uh, Dan Lostyle, so they run into Bill Waldron or something like that. Uh, I say, study it anyway. This is not about, it's not, I, nobody gets a degree. Uh, if, if this, if the, the book study classes are facilitated in the way that I talk about it, which I hope they are, I don't check in on things, but you never really know who it looks like. Some people know more than others, but it's not true. It looks like some people are extremely good intellectually and are able to talk uh, use those con concepts that come up and talk about them in such a way they can remember stuff. And, you know, and some of them even speaks uh, Sanskrit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, you can be kind of intimidated if you're studying with somebody that's studying uh, there. And, you know, and, and as we know, Chisho is not particularly an intimidating, intimidating fellow. Um, so, and he's a very easy person to relate to. And, uh, and I also love Chisho. I love everybody here. Just to not make any enemies here if I can help us. But it's it's about it's about studying. It's not about understanding. You will understand, but it needs to be this is this way. Everybody gets everybody gets uh, the same kind of respect. The same this because to come into this kind of a study, like the thirty verses of Asubandu, or into Bill Waldron's uh, uh, Buddhist Unconscious, or Dan Lusthaus, or or uh, just, uh, or even uh, some of Red Pines, the Lankavatara Sutra, by uh, whether it's by Suzuki, DT Suzuki, or the translation by Red Pine, they're still very challenging because they're using conceptual mind to talk about the nature of reality. And the nature of reality, on one hand, is sim simple, I can tell you, not separate, but you have to realize that. If you do it with concepts, I mean, it's uh, 1,500 stair steps, all starting in different places, but they all end the same place. And what, where is that? Uh, no concepts. The concepts fall away like like stair steps. I'm not saying you're going to float away, but I'm saying uh, study it anyway. Study anyway. So when I say don't believe a word I say, I'm just saying I'm just saying that what what I'm saying uh, you can consider it, but that way you get to look into the the nature of that yourself. And everyone here that I, when I look at people here and I remember talk last time I talked to you. Any one of you is a different, everyone is in a different kind of vibration or a different kind of dynamic. They're working with a different set of, of issues and problems. And you know, some people have uh, the kind of negativity that, uh, uh, that Teresa was talking about, you know, and some people have, they have their negativity, which is just as strong, but it's not that kind. It's another, it's, uh, uh operates in a different, uh, a different emphasis, uh, when you're out, it's just uh, the word you said, don't apply. So uh, what are you telling us that in this time of, of intense polarity in our 
political, our national scene, our world mm -hmm. scene, what can we see as true, Molly? It seems to be in order to study, in order to understand relative truth or ultimate truth, it seems to be to, necessary to look uh, at the mind and watch the way, rather than look outside for the lies that are out here, which are rampant, uh, to, all you have to do is just, like we did, drive from here to the store in the north and drive by all these political positions and stories and people preaching to each other on the highway. It's just, it's very confusing and it's uh, not particularly helpful. And it doesn't make you feel uh, physically very safe, especially in uh, Barry County. But I would say just train your mind. Uh, it's, it's better to have a simple sit down, hold still, and watch your own tendency to avoid uh, what is what is true yourself. Uh, don't don't leave it. Don't abandon it. Don't grasp it, and don't go to war with it. And so, Kyle, Kyle has another question here. I see how can how could I avoid spiritual snobbery? <coughs> mm. Well, just stop listening to me. I'm kind of a snob. You know, Kyle, can you type in the contact? I mean, I could res I can respond to that in a, in a more direct and sincere way to you, but I'd have to understand how that's showing up. And if it's, I'm not sure how it's showing up. Snobbery, spiritual snobbery, like some, like the Theravadans thinking they're better than the Sarvastivadins or... Aren't those the same? <laughs> or the Madhyam, or the Galagpas uh, uh, thinking they're more superior because they have the Dalai Lama more superior to the Kagyupas or the Sakyapas or the or the Soto Zen, Rinzai Zen, Tendai. <laughs> you can avoid it by just uh, uh, just don't go there. I mean, you can be polite, but just don't go there. Don't correct them. Uh, notice the snobbery. What you're, you notice, whatever you notice, and you're calling snobbery. You could, where you could start is remove the label snobbery and see what's underneath that, because probably you're going to find fear. Uh, if, if you're able to see into that, uh, people <clears throat> who have any kind of negative thing that's coming out of them, like snobbery or unfriendliness or or judgment, uh, any of that. Usually, the cover up there is they're they're terrified. Some of our leaders today are just absolutely terrible. They don't know it because that's that kind of cover-up works relatively. It works for three months, three years. Well, in this case, four years. But it but it covers things up so they don't. They've got this thing and and they're the boss and they know everything and they're one of the smartest people in the universe. And all they have to do is keep telling people that over to keep saying that lie over and over and over again because eventually, eventually, people just get worn out and they say, "Okay, go ahead." It'd be like somebody come in and saying, I want to do brain surgery. Said, no, you can't. You don't know how you can. Yes, yes, I can. I know I can do it. Do you have any training? No, but I know I can do it. I know, I know better than anybody. You know, I have, I have my own knives. I want to If they did that 100,000 times and you were at the gate, uh, then your thing said, uh, those who admit people to do brain surgery. Eventually, you just open the damn gate. <laughs> I know it's bad. <laughs> bad metaphor. So how about the spiritual snobbery? Any final thing on that from Kyle? Any, any final questions? Here it comes. It seems like sometimes people use their practice to boost their moral high ground. I guess what 
I'm asking is how does one live more authentically? Uh, train your mind. Be sincere. Stop trying to be someone else like that person is probably doing. I haven't met them, of course, but just be genuine. Don't, uh, I sometimes say be the negativity you're trying to get rid of because it's going to be much different if you stop fighting with it. Then you can see that that you aren't you aren't actually that negativity. That that negativity is something that arises in the mind stream that that wants to take possession and wants to be a self, but is not. And uh, it's much more simple to work with. It's like an unruly child. How do you work with a uh, uh, someone in the terrible twos? Well, I would just say throw them outside, close the door, and say you can learn to straighten up. You can come in. <laughs> that's one way of doing it, and that's been done to people. So. The other way is you can you can communicate, but don't over communicate it to to the, the that situation in yourself where you're where you're pacifying it in a way that covers it up. Pacification is okay as long as it's not a cover up, as long as that's actual dealing with the negativity and and being as soft and gentle with it as you can, without covering it up. I'm not talking about smearing it with uh, uh, ghee and basil. Do you know volume? Yes. Do you know? Thank you, Sokadan. Could you speak a little bit about uh, be that negativity when it's dealing with loss? For example, loss of relationships, something that you might want to hold on to. And that holding on to might actually be negativity itself. Yeah. So I think uh, without difficult to elaborate too much on that, but I would say insofar as you can, just watch the negativity without pushing it away. Watch the neg negativity without without abandoning the feeling of negativity for who did it, who caused it, who, who uh, including yourself, giving yourself a hard time, giving your own consciousness or your own ego a hard time for uh, screwing it up or being a bad, uh, uh, a, a bad boss or a bad uh, person in a relationship or whatever it may be. Add nothing. Do no math at all. Uh, keep, uh, be with the leading edge or the raw edge of the feeling, the texture of the feeling. Like these fingers have space. They're like na the naps in a, in a piece of carpeting. There's space between those. That space is your wisdom. That is your wisdom. And what arises in it are the obstructions. That's uh, relative truth, absolute truth, uh, simply put, but very difficult to understand and very time consuming because of because of the, the labyrinth of the samsara is a net uh, it's called sometimes called indra's net it is so very astonishingly confusing so and that confusion is manifesting in in your mind uh, it's the downside of how intelligent we're extremely intelligent but the downside of that is we kind of add on to that uh, that aspect of the mind that thinks there's someone who's intelligent who is intelligent so then we take a position and then we are the bad guy who failed or the good guy who's winning or why don't they understand me, or I'm doing my best, or all the different things. And I would say, keep it very simple, just receive. Receive, sit down, face the wall, just receive. Whatever arises, receive it. Whatever goes away, uh, watch it leave. If it comes back, welcome it back. I'm not by saying anything, but just by your attitude. When it comes back in, it's just like the wind. The wind goes this way, it goes with, that way. Sometimes it goes away altogether, then it comes rushing back. Nothing, nothing personal, but the feeling of something being personal there is the illusion. 
the feeling that we're take we're taking something personally. That's the that's the illusory quality. But what you've just described is just dependent origination uh, that is completely infiltrated. Uh, you could even say uh, um, contaminated by the 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 agenda of the self centeredness who wants something else. Passion. I want I want that. And now it's gone away. And I could have kept it if I had if I had done this, if I'd done that, I could have kept no, you couldn't. Or or you could have, relatively could, but you didn't. And so, uh, and why didn't you? Dependent origination. Not because of failure. Failure failure and success is very big dualistic misunderstanding. Very big one. It's it's uh it's not that it doesn't show up. Sometimes it, a whole a person's whole life is successful, but then death comes without warning. Sometimes a whole a person's whole life is very very difficult, and uh, and kind of a bottomless pit for them, and they they die in uh, uh, with all kinds of negativity. There are people all over the world who are dying that way and suffering. More Jindo, anything else? Yes, Kevin, go ahead. Thank you, Jindo. Tribalism can show up as a political body or as a family. Yes. Do we have more responsibility to a tribe that we've been born into than we do to one that we've registered for bowing? Mm -hmm. I, I, I understand your question, but I think I, I think that it's a uh, that if you can do that with your awareness rather than your analytical thinking process, evaluation, coming to conclusions, and this means more, there's more weight here, and I need to weigh this. Uh, uh, I think if you just look at it as it is, then the very confu confusion between the two things as being kind of choices or, or some, some kind of deciding you might need to go more this way or tip the scales more this way or that way, I would think that if you just look at it, that what you need to know will show up. It may It may not give you the feeling of, Ah, finally, I've got this figured out. I know how to do this now. You'll never know how to do it. And the feeling you, you don't know how to do it is the wisdom. And, and sometimes the wisdom mind, when the wisdom mind needs to uh, be introduced to the, rel the, the difficulty of relative truth, uh, there's a big resistance. And this, this usually, usually shows up in the mind stream as, well, this, is, this won't work. Well, this is not good. Well, I'm not being fair. Well, I'm not dot, 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 dot. It just goes on and on like that. So... Uh, I would say there there may be times when when you would when you might from even some uh, on the so-called outside looking at it might see you going more towards this and then more towards the other situation, but it would be dependently arisen. In other words, it would be situational. Sometimes called a uh, well, one way is uh, the term that's sometimes used is situation ethics. That uh, any lockdown on ethics uh, really is not good for uh, some people get because of locking down on something, then some things that need to be moved in a different direction are covered up. So that might be the best way to do it is just look at rather than come to a conclusion about either or uh, just uh, continue to make it situational. You've described two very definite situations, which I, with my imagination, I can think of several ways that could show up uh, in, in your life or my life or anyone's life. And I would say um, don't have to come to a conclusion about it. Just be very open about uh, and being a, a person who is practicing awareness, which you've been doing for many years, but just be open to that. Just the way you ask the question tells me you're probably already just gives you uh, uh, some uh, a concern. You're just, you're concerned about 
about the irregularity of that or, or not having a kind of a protocol for it. And I would say that's good. Less is better. You'll be fine. <laughs> you you should say the, the proper response to that, Kevin, is uh, don't you think I knew that? <laughs> uh, I don't see any more. We can dedicate the merit according to that girl, woman. At the temple, you want to do that to the monastery? Please and thank you. Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Feel everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering 